Hi everyone, how are you all doing today? Go grab your lattes, your espressos, your caramel macchiatos, whatever. Because today we're going to be talking about emotions again, but from a different outlook, a different perspective. Today I wanted to talk about hating and loving yourself at the same time. It's like a paradox, it's horrible, but you know, I feel myself doing that quite often, like even unwillingly, it still does happen. And it's something that I do believe it's really important to just speak out about. Uh, just so you guys know, I am <laughs> drinking an espresso uh, shot with some milk and just wanted to babble about this because I do believe that the quarantine has put like this bargain onto my back. Uh, and at like in regards to body image, in regards to beauty, like, and the beauty spectrum of it all found in society nowadays. And I think that that happens because I am like having lots of alone time right now, more than maybe I should. I don't know because I am used to like being around people. And don't get me wrong, I love to be alone. I think it's quite peaceful and engaging with yourself, but it still messes with my head a little bit, you know, because I start worrying about these things that if I was surrounded by a crowd of people or, or like a bunch of friends or a little group of friends, I wouldn't truly worry that much about. And it has to do with, you know, body dysmorphia and body image and, you know, being so weird with myself because. I could wake up one day thinking I look okay, I think I look all right. And then, I don't know, after lunch, I feel I look so bloated and I'm like, oh my gosh, I freaking hate myself, you know? And that is super messed up. I think that we don't talk as much as teenagers, as girls, about this because we're always wanting to portray like the strongest version of ourselves. And it's hard to show your weaknesses to to people, you know, how vulnerable you actually are, even to yourself. And I totally understand that, you know. I have a really tough outside shell or, you know, a tough uh, exterior. But in all honesty, I'm a really insecure person. Like, really insecure. Like, to my core. And I get not wanting to share every experience of your life or every feeling that's currently, you know, in your head with other people because sometimes they're really personal and sometimes it's really private and you, you're like, eh, I don't know if I should share this. People are going to be like, oh my gosh, just shut up. But I think that it's really important to just find maybe like an outlet. It could be a family member, a friend, a therapist, whatever, uh, to just talk about it because it's, I think it's important. And I sometimes find myself, you know, talking with myself, like, why am I doing this? You know, like what benefit does judging my body 24-7 bring into my life? Is it making me succeed to a higher rate in academical in the academical aspect or the academical prospect? Or is it making me doubt myself more and lose interest in other areas of my life? And honestly, it's that. <laughs> um I think it's something that 
a lot of girls can also really like too because of social media we see a lot of like super hot and good looking models either female or male and we're like gosh why why don't I look like that you know or we see our friends that may like follow some certain beauty standards and we're like gosh why wasn't I born with her body you know and to some extent I understand it but I do believe it's kind of selfish you know it's kind of uh unappreciative of the body that you're in right now and how we were raised you know I don't know if it's making much sense but we didn't we need to learn as a society that we are born with this body and we cannot get rid of it you know you, we can modify it we can change it and that's all right if you feel comfortable doing that but we cannot be you know this pitiful beings being vengeful towards each other because of our looks like what the you know what i mean is looks what we are truly worrying about right now like i'm in the middle of a freaking pandemic and so are you and i'm worrying about my looks like i'm i'm seeing models in freaking bali or something and i'm worrying about my looks while people are dying outside like that does not make any sense to me but i still find myself doing it and that's why it's like this horrible paradox that just keeps happening and you know, hopefully with this podcast episode, it's going to like turn down to a mild level because I think that you guys maybe be going through this too. And I totally understand that. I mean, it's happening to me right now. But yeah, I believe that also besides social media, it's about these like really sexual spectrum that is placed upon women and young girls because of societal stand- standards and like societal pressure, you know, like the pressure that society brings upon young teens to look slender, to look thin, but to eat, you know, because nobody likes a girl that has no meat in her bones. So it's like, it sucks because either you meet the partial standard of a certain population and you're not following the other one or vice versa. It's so freaking messed up and people are not owning up to it. Like I see a lot of girls and guys but mostly guys sadly commenting on tiktok over the posts of some of this like really cute girls that may not be the slender version of a freaking i don't know victoria's secret model but they are rocking their body types and they're proud of it as they should and they are still commenting like ah you should listen listen wait you know shouldn't up those calories you know and it really bugs me up because are they god No, they're not. Are they freaking perfect? No, they're not. Sadly, most of them are even freaking bad looking to my beauty standards. And they are still commenting about the body of this girl that's rocking her confidence and rocking everybody else's world, you know? And they they still find it necessary to bring that onto her comment section. Sometimes they think it's funny. Sometimes I think, oh my god, this is just the truth. Like, I'm so sorry if she cannot take the truth. Like, I'm sorry, truth hurts. But guess what? You may be bringing a little droplet to this huge pool of insecurities that she or he is trying to hide. You don't know her story, you know? And that is super troubling to me because 
we don't know if that girl is secretly, you know, hating herself and showing that she loves herself in social media just to make fe- make other girls feel better about themselves, you know? And that is super sad because we're still commenting about the physique of someone solely their like body looks you know they're outside their outsides their like body and stuff and we also don't take into consideration her background you know where where she came from where does she live is she okay how are her emotions right now you know and that sucks you know and i feel like guys often just bamble about this shit and just like to spread hate around in regards to girls and like guys have insecurities too so like if you know how being insecure feels like why would you say that to somebody else in like in spite of their gender you know they are still human beings dude like and what benefit does that bring into the world does that make you feel better as a guy to bully a girl you know into crying or to bully a girl into feeling bad about herself and her body image like because if it makes you feel good then you're an asshole i'm sorry to tell you but you're a prick you know you are feeding off her insecurities solely because it makes you feel powerful solely because it makes you feel like oh my gosh i'm so freaking cool well guess guess what dude you're not you're just a prick that is following this huge group of people who are pricks in general, thinking that they are cool solely because of being, oh, I'm a jock, you know, I'm a badass, you know, I play around with girls, I, I play girls, you know, like, do you think, like, a, a truthful person, a person with values and a person with principles, for instance, a girl, is going to pay thorough interest in you? whilst being like that while portraying a personality that is disgusting (laughs) heck to the no dude you are totally wrong and i also find that a lot in social media like a lot uh from personal experience in snapchat like okay you had a friend or something or a dude you found in your like quick ads or something you know you at them whatever whatever and it's always about talking, what are you doing? Uh, haha, what are you doing? And then the sexual conversation comes along and you're like, dude, that freaks with me up too. Because it's like, people nowadays are solely focused on physical aspects and they can't even like have a normal conversation with someone. Like, dude, you want to talk about something bad that happened to you today or like your favorite movie or some something you know some shit you know and and it bugs with me because that also has a lot to do with the insecurities that girls have because it's like we my i don't know if you heard my stomach <laughs> my stomach just rambled like crazy but uh, you know i believe that besides solely focusing on the physical aspect we are sometimes putting this pressure onto really young people like 10 year olds 12 year olds should be this way you know do not eat eat that piece of cake you're gonna be a little a little fat you know but they're still so young and that also makes me quite kind of sad and they will eventually grow up to be these really insecure girls you know not really having to because of how they were raised and the social and sexual like pressure that was praised like and put around them whilst being so young 
that's the thing that bugs me with society these days. And that was like kind of my personal issue too, because you guys might think that, you know, hating and loving yourself at the same time is solely like a personal factor. And I do understand that because all the the negativity that is spread around social media and like society itself uh, revolving around you, you know, people are going to be like, yeah, ignore it. And that's all right, because maybe they haven't gotten through the really harsh aspect of being really judged upon. And I get that because it's their personal experience and I cannot like dictate something that, you know, has happened to everyone. I cannot generalize that aspect because it's like really personal. But I also get if you guys understand my point of like, yeah, I get that hating and loving yourself at the same time is a really personal aspect, but there are also other factors like the sexual pressure and like the mean comments that revolve around social media that may also be affecting the way you see yourself, you know? Because at the end of the day, if you hate and love yourself at the same time, those are like the the, the yin and yang, you know? And it depends on your mood. It depends on the, the type of day. It depends on what you did or what happened, the way that you see yourself. And that is messed up too. Because why should I feel horrible about my body before doing this or that, you know? You know, it's like, it's so messed up. And I, I hope that you guys understand why. Because honestly, if you don't, then I believe I need to talk about this much more. It's a really huge issue issue that's like freaking propelled in every corner of like the modern society we're in right now. And it disgusts me so damn much. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to the next topic of today's session or today's episode, whatever you want to call it. I wanted to talk about, you know, this male aspect too. The uh it's quite interesting. We're going to talk about my problem with Creon, a.k.a. the father of male stubbornness. I don't know if you guys uh, know about Creon. Creon is this character found in the play Antigone by Sophocles. He is the king, blah, 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 freaking stubborn ass B <laughs> that doesn't really understand how to rule and um, just thinks that women in general are weak beings despite being proven otherwise. But why the heck am I calling Creon the father of male stubbornness? I don't know if you guys have like freaking had experiences like this, but I'm going to be sharing some experiences that I found online, like in TikTok, Instagram, whatever, and some personal experiences too. And that I got so surprised by it. First off, when you say no, in any context with a guy like, hey, you want to go out? Hey, can I, can I get your number? Or, hey, do you want to, you know, do the D, whatever. And you say no. It's a freaking no. Like, were they taught to be, like, perseverant in certain areas of their life? Like, oh, this girl said no, so I'm going to prevail and continue my message. But when, you know, I find myself with the decision of cheating or not, I'm going to just go with a yes. I'm not going to be stubborn in that area because why? And I'm just there like, what? (laughs) So you are fine with being completely stubborn and incoherent when a girl is telling you no. But when it comes to cheating or being unfaithful, you're like, nah, I'm going to go with a yes. And I'm just there like, 
just sitting, watching this whole thing with a little bag of popcorn, being like, I freaking hate this. Because why do guys often feel entitled to do such a thing and place themselves above girls or above other people solely because they're guys and they were raised that way? Like, also the racing factor. Like, I get that the ambiance and where you were raised could have contributed to your personality and who you are right now. But why the hell do you feel entitled enough to justify your decision-making and your actions with that? Like, I could justify my decision-making with like, oh, you know, I was raised in Santiago, so I'm going to be mean to everyone at the south of Chile. Like, how? Make it make sense. Like, honestly, make it make sense. I don't get it. Like, okay, dude, you might have had a rough, you know, coming of age and stuff. Okay, I get it. But why would you bring that uncomfortableness to other people whilst prevailing your stubbornness? You know, I get that being stubborn is positive in certain areas, like when you are trying to prove your point or like, not trying to like quit, you know, I get that. That's positive, but to a certain extent, because we need to learn in life that quitting is not always, you know, uh, like linked to losing. Quitting is linked to changes. It could be linked to internal growth. Like, okay, this person said no, or this opportunity wasn't, you know, lightened up my way, but I'm going to, you know, do something else that might bring happiness into my life that isn't necessarily going to prevail, like my stubbornness. And people often forget about that, especially guys. And then again, why did I place Creon? Well, if you guys haven't read Antigone, uh, I understand that. Uh, You may or may not be a reader. And I would like to have a, a bit of a diversity in that, you know, because maybe, who knows, who knows? It being uh, 419 of the 6th of September of 2020, you're right in the middle of this podcast. You're like, hey, you know, I have to read Antigone. Uh, this, this, peop- this person could help me. So, yeah, I could help you right now. So, who is Creon? Creon, as I said before or beforehand, was the king in this kingdom. I'm just going to say kingdom. I'm going to be, like, really uh, undetailed just because I don't want to mess, like, the, your guys' heads. That pretty much was like, nah, I'm not going to go with, like, divine law that was really important in my time and that could potentially, like, ruin my afterlife. I'm just going to follow the laws that I made because I'm an entitled son of a bee, you know. (laughs) Pretty much that is uh, the whole uh, depiction that I could give of Creon without ruining every aspect of the book. Honestly, the play. The tragedy, if you want to call that. Um... And that, I was reading this, okay? Picture me reading in class. And I was like, ha! That is literally every guy I've been talking to, except a a little group of, uh, you know, not entitled people who actually respect my opinion. And I literally related it to a lot of, like, guys I've met, a lot of guys I've, like, talked to in the past that share nothing other than the stubbornness factor with Creon and being like this entitled person with no background at all because they feel like it. And that is something that bugs me a lot. 
Like, yo, if you were the smartest kid in the class and you felt in like a little entitled to or like stubborn in terms of like decision making, I get it. You know, you have that intellectual factor that, you know, shines in respect to like everyone else around the room. You know, you have grown as a person, whatever, whatever. I respect you, dude. Honestly, let's be friends. <laughs> or you may be the best athlete in your area, like a football or like rugby or whatever, basketball. And you feel entitled to, I don't know, train every day because you're going to be the best. Okay, I get it. You know, you are rocking your world, whatever. You know, you're rocking uh, those muscles, dude. Go. Be a stud. But what I don't get is regular guys, like, not even attractive. Like, you may have different, uh, you know, attractive, uh, like, I don't know, um, attractive opinions or, like, types of guys in, in contrast to mine. but I think we we can all agree that the most attractive thing in a guy is thinking that he is more than just a person. Like, he thinking he's a god walking amongst men. Like, I hate that. That repels me. That also has to do with stubbornness. Like, dude, I get it. Like, you are confident and all, but I'm not going to be walking down the street thinking I'm a god again, freaking walking amongst men and, like, peasants. Just because you're this or that, like, oh, you had sex with a girl? Fun. Fun, dude. Fun. Guess what? Millions and billions of people around the world just did that, too. Congrats, you know? Like, how does that relate to, like, being a god? I, I don't really get that. And that has to do with stubbornness. Like, you think a girl is not giving you the chance because she's going to regret it later? No, maybe she just doesn't want to. And people in general should really respect that, whether it's on a workspace whether it's on a you know sexual space whether it's on this or that blah 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 whatever people should truly respect that so let's resume what we talked during today's episode we talked about the double sides or the double standards of society in terms of beauty and hate and love towards yourself you know we talked about the yin and yang of emotions we talked about how weird it is to feel that way but it's really common actually and we also talked about creon the king found in the play or the uh tragedy greek tragedy actually of antigone and his relation to male stubbornness and jackasses in general too okay yes that is what we talked about today so it being 4.23, I'm going to take a sip of my espresso that's probably already cold. Let me, let me, let me check. Mm. It's not cold. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. We're good. I hope you can grab your espresso, finish it up, you know, your latte, your macchiato, whatever, whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was a bit varied. You know, I talked about two, two things, you know, not one like general thing. And, you know, like as I usually do or as I usually shall do. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have an amazing afternoon or morning or night. And I can actually, I'm going to add something. I could, uh, you know, I'm just going to hook you up in something. If you guys haven't watched Twilight again, do it. It's the best thing you could ever do in quarantine right now or after we collided. You know, I'm not partnering with uh, Anna Todd, but I'm really excited for the movie. We could be discussing the movie, too, if you guys see like it. But anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing night or an amazing morning. 
snack up, snuggle with your pets, and peace out.